anyone tell us what you have gotten in revelations 4 it talks about the 24 thrones surrounded um jesus as he sat at the right hand of god and the 24 elders they sat and they were all clothed in white and had gold crowns on their heads yes and uh each one of us as well yes there yes amen Mm-hmm. Yes. Raining. Amen. That's beautiful, Cynthia. Beautiful. So understanding that we are we are priests, that uh, we are st- we're standing in the gap and we can approach the throne boldly and confident can come to our papa. Yes. We can intercede. Yes. Yes. Prayerfully for, first of all, for our sins. First of all, we have to repent on our sins. Yes. Yes. And then for others. Yes. So we also have a position in heavenly places. Amen. I love it. That's so good, Marie. Yeah, I have something to say, but most of it is like, okay, what kind of responsibility that gives me? You know, like, it is a lot of responsibility. I like it, but I'm like, you know, at the same time, it's like, wow, you know, as I was screaming earlier, saying, you know, this is a revelation, this is a revelation, you know, I didn't know. You know, I go back and forth feeling like, oh my God, what do I do with this information? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I like it. Okay, don't get me wrong. I like it, you know, and it's like, yes, it's a true revelation to me. And it's a wonderful thing to know. But then knowing is not enough. What do you do with it? Wow. So that's where I am right now. Like, whoa. A lot of responsibility. <laughs> wow. Thank you for explaining this. It was a really hard chapter, but you explained it so clearly. I really appreciate that. But I am- Leticia, I wanted to answer your question, though. What do you do oh. with this information? Yes. You can begin to go before God confidently and pray for your loved ones. Amazing. Now. Now yes. you're going as a priest. You have this understanding that you're a priest. So you go yes. boldly and begin to ask God for the salvation of your loved ones. Because that's what the whole priesthood of offering sacrifices was. It was to cleanse the people. But in this case, Jesus Christ has already offered that sacrifice. So you're drawing them into this endless, eternal blood that will cleanse all your loved ones. So you continue to intercede for them until they give their lives to Christ. So this is what you do with it and many others. I spoke to so many of us during the week. I said that with this understanding that we begin to understand who we are, that's why I give all this homework. I want you to know your calling so that you know who you really are. So that if other people begin to come your way, you will be able to give to them the measure which you received because all of this is to equip the saints. You are the saints. You are equipping to do the work of ministry. That's what scripture says. It is to equip for the work of ministry. So girl, there's a lot of ministry coming your way. 
what we're trying to build with Bridge to Love is when we begin to have those calls coming, part of the lines will go to Leticia on a Saturday at 11.30 to 12. Leticia will be having a 30-minute call every weekend. Wow. Yes. So Leticia should start preparing for what we're building here. It's a heavenly priesthood. We're given to a Melchizedian order. We're building on the platform of God. Amen. Oh, I love how you said it because my heart, and I even told some people today, I said that, why will I equip all these people and they will not use what they have received? And your question fell right into that. So this is what is going to happen. We will build something here that will be life changing. We want people to be able to call in and have real people attend to them. There's people who have approached me. They want to go to prison ministries. That is a call. All of that will come under bridge to love so that we can equip and do the work of the Lord, fulfill that Melchizedian order in all the aspects that God has placed in your heart. That is why it's so important to understand what you can do. So later assignments will have you show me how you can execute this call that you have discovered on your life. How will you execute it? That's what we will get into. Wonderful. <laughs> I receive it. Amen. So much. Thank you for really helping us. Yeah. So in chapter 7, verse 27 says, Unlike the other high priests, we do not need to offer sacrifices day after day. And then in 8, it says, verse 3, it says, Every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. I'm kind of confused there. One is saying we don't need to, we don't need to offer sacrifices anymore because Jesus already did it for us. That's it. Here it says every high priest is appointed. Beautiful question. And thanks for bringing that up. That shows you're paying attention. Mm -hmm. High priest is Jesus. We are the priests. Yes. So Jesus Christ is the one that is offering a sacrifice and a gift, right? Mm-hmm. That's the verse three that you read. For every high priest is appointed to offer gifts and sacrifices. This is talking about Jesus Christ. We are priests. Just like even with the Levitical order, there was only one high priest. Okay, got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. That was the key to that verse was high. High. High yeah. priest. Yes, high Jesus. priest. Okay. 727 says, unlike the other high priests. So mm-hmm. that refers to now, I guess that ties into 8-3. Yeah. Okay, so only Jesus is the high priest. We Jesus the priest. is the high priest. Because we're under. We are under. Just like even with yeah. the Levitical priesthood, you had yes. one high priest who will enter every year. And then, mm-hmm. but the entire lineage of the Levites were all priests. Got it. Yeah. So we are the priests and Jesus is the high priest. Correct. Yeah. So only Jesus can offer the sacrifice, which he already did. He wants yes. the sacrifice. Yes. All right. Am I making sense? Yes. Okay. Thank you. That's such a good yeah. question, John. Wow. Yeah, so attentive. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I just needed to process that, you know, because I read it and then I just, it needs to sink in. Yeah. So an offering is after the time. 
whatever it is you just offer from whatever. So you tithe your 10% and then the offering is whatever extra you want to give, correct? Yeah. We're supposed to be led by the spirit of God, right? By the spirit. Yeah. So we're supposed to give freely. Always remember that lady with the widow's might and yes. the other rich people. Her offering was everything. So most of the time we think that the tithe is supposed to be the highest amount, mm -hmm. but the offering is even higher. Oh, wow. Depending on how you are led by the spirit of the Lord. Because mm. somebody can decide to say, okay, I have this entire building. Use it for the ministry. Mm -hmm. That is not, yeah, that is way beyond your tithe. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. And mm. that picture of the widow's might is just Jesus Christ showing us that our lives and we can give for his, his kingdom. I know that it doesn't sound practical because how do you eat? But, you know, there are people who are so wealthy that I can't remember this particular person, but this man used to give 90%. That is wow. way, and he would keep the 10%, but he was extremely wealthy. Wow. You know. I think I read that. Yeah. Is that the one who was in... Um... San Francisco somewhere. Yeah, I think so. Man. Yes. I have a question. Good. Um, is 10% 10 percent from the net or <laughs> gross? <laughs> from the gross. I've always been. It's gross? Okay. Yes. I okay. think. Can Nadia confirm? Yes, <laughs> I agree. Yes. But I'm not strict on laws. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, I just want to say, even if it's net, one decides to do, I'm just following biblically, you know, and I just go with how the spirit of the Lord leads you where that 10% comes from, whether mm -hmm. it's net or gross. I don't want to follow all these things that have been said in the past. Just 10% of what you receive, you give. That's what I believe. Thank you. Yeah. I was always told and always heard the word increase when it comes to tithing. Mm -hmm. I was told that you were supposed to tithe on the increase. What does that mean, Jane? That was the understanding I got from what they said. And that was my own understanding. Oh. I, I didn't ask them what was increase. That when I hear that said so many times throughout exactly. the ministry as I was growing up, I didn't ask them, well, what is increase? Because at the time when I first heard that I wasn't even old enough to have a job so I was just taught to tithe and to tithe on the increase and so then of course you know increase for me would not be what the government <laughs> took from me mm -hmm. that didn't increase me I would tithe from that I would always tithe on the net because that's how I was increased I mean that increased my you know so that's I don't know I don't know if that's true or not I, you know I'm just saying throwing it out there because that's what I was always taught. You yeah. know what? This mm -hmm. is the thing that made me think about that. And that made that really, you know, mess with my spirit is when I got in the entertainment industry. Um, as far as even my talent that I represent and even myself, guess what the uh, representatives take, including myself. It's just standard. Managers and agents, they take it off the, off the gross. Mm. And so at, when I started doing that, I thought, well, you know what? If man is going to take from the gross, I can surely give to God from the gross. So that's when I my mind changed. But I used to do it off of the increase, off the net, until I start. I felt I felt kind of guilty, even even though that's standard. 
you know, 15 to 20% for managers, depending on if it's non-union or non-union, and 10% for agents, that's just it. That's the law. That's the rule in the industry. That's how it is. And I thought, well, really? If man is going to take, I'm going to give man more than God, than I give God? That doesn't work for me. So then I started giving it off the gross. Mm -hmm. But had I never gotten, you know, into this business, I probably would have kept giving on the net, but I just felt guilty from giving on the net when I'm from the gross, like right now, every time I, I book something or I do something, it goes from the gross. They take it from the, my gross, my representative. Yeah, that's very good. You say that, Janie, because it's a walking relationship with God, right? That you decide that, okay, if man is taking this, then why don't I give this to God? Yeah, so that is very powerful. But it has to be what you have encountered now. Exactly. Yeah, it shouldn't be a law. Right. It's about you knowing that you're the carrier of the promise. And you're establishing something for generations, not just for you, but for generations after you. You don't even know what that looks like. But God wants you to become that person that partners with him that way. That's right. Just to change the dynamics of what this walk is. I want us to know that this ministry, Bridge to Love, we are now tax deductible. And we are establishing something that all of you have been mentored all along to invest into a generation. This is what I see. This is what I've seen. But will you come into agreement with this heart of God? I repeat, I am not Melchizedek, but I can assure you that this will be a platform that will reveal heaven. You all have been partakers of this. So you know what it is. God is bleeding all over this. God's heart is pouring out. His word is astounding. You are being set free. You are learning. The eyes of your understanding are opened. Even when you've come with belief systems that have shut you down, you go through the word one step after the other. And you're like, wow, I never saw this. That is what this is all about. Open your eyes. Yes. And you're consciously changing your generations and your life. You're not believing the lies anymore. We're able to to really get into the, the word of God and realize that all those little things that we thought was the truth was not the truth at all. They were lies because we're being able to dig into the word ourselves and understand it, what God is really meaning when he says those things, you know? Yeah. But you, you do know that Malachi is what a lot of the churches use for that that very same thing and and nobody's ever well i haven't seen anybody really preach about melchizedek in this light other than going straight toward that tithe and and not too much anything else you know they they stick on the tithe and they don't really talk too much more about melchizedek (laughs) and then we are there we don't know the word we don't even know who melchizedek is yeah we are dealing with all these spiritual things and we don't have an understanding. We invested into this. Bridge to Love is a storehouse. We are building something. And if this group can start tithing into Bridge to Love, that will manifest. We can get a place. We'll see deliverance. We will mentor people to see people set free, to move in the miraculous. These are things we have seen. So we're not talking about something that is strange. Mm-hmm. What other things will God do through each one of you? A 
it's not about a, a storehouse. It's about you. You are the carrier of the promise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you have this kind of mind shift and you understand on the platform to which you're giving, you are the one that will change that for your generations. Yeah. So you are not giving to be blessed. You, you're already blessed. Now you partner with the one who is a blesser. Amen. I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far. But, you know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the, <laughs> the support. And thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us, into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently what stopped that what took us away from that this is all and so much more you will encounter in spirit 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 so i want you right now i want to encourage you go for it go grab your copy please grab your copy tell me about it tell me what the lord is already doing in your life tell me what the lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for i encourage you to give the gift of the spirit mm -hmm.